The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. I'd speak up too. Um, so I go through quite a journey. I'm sure everybody else does when they sit for uh, a few hours in the morning. Um, and I guess it always surprises me, uh, the process, when I can be present for what's going on. And it strikes me that most of the day, these days, I'm not so present. And the contrast is very big, especially um, the quiet, communal sitting. So and I, my, I noticed so many things go through my mind this morning as to what might I want to speak to and what might be helpful. And... Um, it kind of always comes back to the same thing, which is how are we meeting our suffering? <laughs> What's that process like for us? <clears throat> and what do we discover that helps us uh, diminish the suffering or relieve ourselves or find some freedom from it? So for me, it's always some version of that, and there's tons of stories and excuses and uh, everything that comes up in the meanwhile. And um, there's also a lot of suffering (laughs) during the sit that I'm sure uh, all of you experience at some level or another. And I'm sure also some level of release or freedom. So um, I guess I just want to mention the few things that come up for me that are truly beautiful and helpful. Is I notice there's a willingness to see uh, suffering in a different light, that it's not so terrible or unbearable or unmanageable or unseeable. Um, and <clears throat> during this morning, I realized that this, this comes from practice. <laughs> repeated exposure to it, repeated um, movements of the heart, um, and just knowing the tenderness that can come from when the heart breaks and when suffering is allowed in and there's some release or freedom. There's also that important piece of mindfulness that allows me to see that happen because I think it probably goes on throughout the day but I just don't see it happen (laughs) or I'm not very present for it. Um, There's a story that came to mind because... um, I've been feeling somewhat blocked off or um, not generous with my time lately. And I used to think of myself as such a generous person. And I've been taking care of my aging parents, and it's requiring so much from me that when I'm back here at home, I realize I'm not generous with myself. And a friend of mine called, and... um, wanting to connect, and I could feel her wanting to connect, and I don't know, I had made up some story in my mind that she's one type of person that requires a lot of work, that requires a lot of care uh, and attention, and I just don't have that to give to her right now. Um, And it was um, a pleasant enough civil conversation, but underneath it, what came up for me, 
was there was this huge shutting out from my heart. Um, It was this, you stay there, and I want to protect myself (laughs) because I don't have that much to give. Um, And now that I had this moment, I don't know if this happens for you, but things bubble up sometimes when you have the time to sit. And that's one of the things that came up. And it was like, oh, oh, I see that more clearly now. I wasn't really wanting to be there for her. And what's underneath that? And it's painful. Any time I shut anybody out of my heart, it's painful. Um, most of the time I don't feel it, but it was just, it's just one example of this suffering and how we meet it. And this practice, and just sometimes he sits, allow that opportunity to feel that, feel that pain. Oh, that's hurt. that hurts, and I'm sure that was painful for her. And then underneath it, you know, being in the body, oh, judgment, <laughs> oh, expectations. And then there's pain on me, you know, oh, layers of pain coming onto me. And here's the beauty. It was okay. It was because I know it now. <laughs> I've done it. it was okay. And there was something very sweet in this willingness to meet that. And it shifted into something that I felt is what this practice on maybe these smaller levels, it's not a monumental suffering, it's a small suffering that I probably would have missed if I hadn't sat. And um, what did I tease apart that was there for me? It was, that, it was the willingness. It was a bit of mindfulness. It was care to even take a look at it. This effort is coming back. There wasn't a lot of clarity. You know, I'm confused. I see where the thoughts and stories come in. Um, but for wherever I can meet it with whatever skill that I have in this moment, it's enough. It has to be enough. <laughs> That's all that's there. And the beauty of this practice is it starts to build on itself. And there are times when a thread kind of, I feel like, oh, I've lost that. I've lost um, care. I feel, this morning I woke up, I felt so empty and, you know, exhausted and tired and I have nothing. <laughs> and, I, and I see that in the back of my mind, just from practice, that'll change. Don't get caught up in that story. That changes. Stay with it. So um, it's, a, it's beautiful to even be where there's despair and it's bleak because <laughs> I've been there a lot lately that just doing what you know or just recognizing what's present what skills are there and not all of them are going to be there all the time whatever is there um, this is just being okay with that on some level I find the beauty of that transforming that. Now, yes, I, I'm not so hard on myself for not being there for my friends. Um, and knowing, oh, I need a little more care for myself. And it's there, and it's accessible. And when I can pay attention, I can take better care. 
and and I probably will phone her later <laughs> to apologize, and not to make myself feel better, but to ask her if she even noticed anything, or was that painful for her? And it may not have been, and and then that's fine. But um, sometimes it's these real subtleties um, that just kind of come up. And to me, um, practice can be huge in terms of huge openings and huge insights um, and understanding, you know, um, understanding the depths of suffering in different ways and understanding the way out and the release and where there's freedom in each moment at so many levels. And I used to expect those big moments all the time (laughs) because I had experienced so many of them on deep retreat. And I find that now, not having had deep retreat for a long time, it's this daily practice or this whenever we have time practice that there can be such a sweetness and can be the same depth. It just comes across in surprising ways. Um, So... I don't know if that example was helpful. It's just what came up a couple of times this morning for me. So I don't know if it's helpful for you all in whatever came up for you. Sometimes it's something painful. Sometimes it's something very beautiful. Um, And whatever it is, if um, taking a closer look or quieter time or being more generous or understanding patient, whatever it is, to notice uh, what is that comes up for you to have this, um, the things that come from mindfulness, recognition. Um, And I think if we stay with things long enough, gratitude, appreciation, um, yes, so it's something came up in my mind. Failure and success no longer are that important um, in terms of what they mean or used to mean. They become important because they become an opportunity to do the same thing that we're being asked to, is to take a look at what's going on. Where do we suffer? Where can we find freedom? Anything. I used to want to just Never fail in anything. How painful would that be? And now it's even trying to figure out how to put into words and experience. I might fail miserably, and I can just do the best I can. Um, And for some reason, they don't mean that much anymore. They just become opportunities for practice, for applying this. And... um, that's what came up, I, and I hope some of it made sense. <laughs> I hope some of it landed, and if it, did, it didn't, uh, and um, that's fine too. Um, I hope you find the path or the ways that really um, work for you and offer that um, insights into where there's freedom from suffering. So.